Hello and welcome to the Ruwak In Me podcast. I am your host, Holly Green, and I just want you to know, I am so, so excited about starting this podcast. I will say I have had so many things just stirring in my spirit and in my heart the last several years, and it's at a point where it's just bubbling up, and I'm at a point in my life, in a season of my life, where I have this beautiful, unique opportunity to share with you my heart in a different level and a different um, position that I've ever had the opportunity to do before. Um, I would like to introduce myself and um, give you a little introduction of my life, where I am at in life, who I am, who my family is, and um, also just to let you know what these podcasts and these talks are going to be about. So first of all, um, my name is Holly Green. I am from, originally from Lima, Ohio. Uh, my dad was a pastor, born and raised in Lima, and just very thankful for my upbringing. My husband, Shane, is also from the small town Lima, and his dad was also a pastor. And our, our dads did a lot of revival services and conferences um, and just events and bigger events together. And so our dads were really close. And growing up as a child, we always knew the Greens and they always knew the Mankeys. And so I've had a crush on my husband since I was a little girl. And speed up, we were high school sweethearts, off and on, broke up, got back together, broke up. I went off to college to Christ the Nations in Dallas, Texas in 2002. The Lord called me to move back home for two years. I was obedient. He was very, very loud and clear for me to do that. Um, after two years of being home in Lima, I went back to CFNI, finished, graduated, and um, being at CFNI was probably the best decision of my life. And also, it was probably the hardest season of my life. Um, I experienced heartache and a sense of um, just partially losing my identity a little bit. And so in these next podcasts, I'll share some more stories with you of how the Lord has brought me through so much. Um, I'll share with you my upbringing, which was such a beautiful upbringing. I wouldn't replace my childhood for anything in this world. My parents were wonderful parents, and uh, I'm just so grateful for the foundation that they laid for me. I'm so grateful for my siblings and uh, just all the opportunities. We grew up on seven and a half acres and had lots of farm animals, horses, sheep, chicken, quail. Um, We had a ferret. We had pet rats. We had parakeets, lovebirds, um, you name it, cats, all the things. We had all the things. And so um, I'm just very grateful for that. But I will tell you, the Lord has put something so, um, so deep in my heart to never take life for granted, to never take the things that he's blessed me with for granted. Um, 
And so you'll get to hear a lot of my stories in these upcoming podcasts. Um, but before we really, really start into um, any deep stories, I want to share with you my heartbeat for what kind of if, if you if I could write a book, which I'm planning on um, about the the Ruach, the breath of God. The the big picture, um, the introduction would be this. The Ruach is a Hebrew word for spirit, breath, or wind, really the breath of God. And I am extremely passionate about living my life every single day with the breath of God, the spirit of God, the wind of God to push me forward to really invite me into my eyes being open to what he sees, to who he's seeing, to who he's calling me to speak to, um, and even what he's wanting to speak to just me in that relationship with me and him. So this whole idea of this podcast and the Ruach in me is is really going to be talking about how are we living every single day with the breath of God breathing inside of us, allowing him to use us for his glory and for people to really truly experience his love, his presence, all just all the things that he has for us. And so that's what these next podcasts are going to be about. And I'm really, really excited to share this with you. Um, I hope you can follow along and I hope the Lord speaks to you and blesses you and, and really highlights the, the things that he's wanting to reveal to you. I mean, it, the Bible says um, that those who have ears to hear, let him hear. And I don't know about you. I want the Lord to have my ears. I, I want my ears to be so tuned in to what he is speaking that every time I sit before him, I clearly can hear him. And even in the midst of busyness, even in the midst of washing my dishes and my kids running around my house and just being kids, that I can still have ears to hear and learn how to fine tune my ears to hear him. Um, something that I, I like to do is, or think about, is if I'm listening to the radio, this is like old, old school, right? Like, who listens to the radio? We have all these different um, tools at our fingertips with our phones and Spotify and um, just all these things that we have to be able to listen to music. Um, but if you think about a radio station, you can turn to one channel. If it's one number off, it's very staticky. Um, so my heart is that we would fine tune our ears to train our ears to hear him in a sense of we're just getting right on that dial and it's clear. And so let me pray with you. And I'm just going to give you some just short things that the Lord is speaking to me. But before we really, really get started, um, let's just bow our heads and hearts and invite him. 
and ask him to speak to each of us right now. So Heavenly Father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for who you are. God, we thank you that you are the maker of heaven. You are the maker of us. You are the maker of our hearts, our minds, our spirits. Lord, you've created every single one of us so uniquely gifted and perfected to uh, glorify you. And so, Lord, I just ask that our ears would be tuned to your voice today. Holy Spirit, we ask that you would speak to us and be so clear and help us to hear you so clearly that you will lead us and guide us to um, what you're speaking, what you're saying. And Jesus, we thank you that we have this freedom to come before you. We thank you, Jesus, that we have you as our Savior, our friend, our Redeemer, our Waymaker, our Peace Giver. You are Emmanuel, God here with us. You are here with us. Uh, so tangible, such a presence, um, such a tangible presence that we get to have and get to be a part of. So Jesus, we thank you for the price that you've paid and the love that you gave for us. And uh, we honor and glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Um, so I I am really looking forward to um, here soon writing this book um, that I have. It's called The Ruwak in Me. And my heart is that it would be more of like instead of a book, but a devotional that it would just give us little um, tidbits of each page is a challenge of what God is speaking and how how is he speaking um, in that moment and in, in our daily lives. Sometimes we hear all these things on this big picture and this big dream that God has called us to do and what are we doing to pursue this big next thing and what I found in my life, I'll be 40 years old this December and what I have found in my life is that it's not about this big dream, this big final picture of this um, thing that God is using us for, but it's it's the daily activities that he's called us to that we can so easily bypass. We can so easily wake up in the morning, our groggy, I'm sorry, I don't know about you, but I am completely 100% not a morning person. I wake up in the morning and I feel groggy. I don't want to do anything. I don't even want to eat breakfast. All I want to do is get my iced coffee, my cold brew coffee, and sit in a chair and zone out for a while to wake up. <laughs> that's that's my personality. And um, I've got some children who, three kids, who are wide awake, ready to go first thing in the morning. Um, but my point is, is like when we wake up, it is so easy to just let the day go by, the morning go by, and not grasp that moment that the Lord is wanting to speak to us in or use us um, or reveal something so significant in our lives. And it's just easy to go throughout the day and then the next day comes and then you go through your routine and then the next day comes and long before you know it you're almost 40 years old and it's like what in the world did I waste my time on what 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 was it so what was so important about 
staying up so late and then waking up late. And, you know, I don't know your guys's, um, I'm from Ohio. Can't you tell your guys's? So y'all, you all, um, you friends, however you want to say it, but I don't know what your life is like, but what I'm, but what I'm, my heart is wanting to say is there's a now moment that we have. There is a now moment that we have. And that's every moment that we have to breathe, to wake up, to spend time with our husband, with our kids, first with God, and with other people. There is a now moment that we have. And what is he asking? What is he calling us to do? What is he whispering and and, um, impressing on our hearts to draw closer to him and allow his presence to draw closer to others. I've looked at my life these last 39 years, and although I don't remember the first few very well, like I don't think any of us do, but I've looked at these last... 39 years, and there's so much that I wish I could go back and do differently. But there's also so much that I'm so grateful that I did a certain way. And then I look at the two differences in the things that I did right and the things that I wish I could take back. And the things that I did right was it not necessarily things that I did, it's the moments that I paused and I spent time with the Lord. And I asked him, Lord, I want to be in your will. Lord, I want to walk with you. Lord, I want to be close to you. My heart wants to be right next to your heart. But also because of this love that I have with the Lord, I want others to tangibly feel the tangible presence of God that I have felt. And so the, the, I think sometimes we just get this big picture of, oh, I have to do this and this, and I'll have to read my Bible and be on the Bible app every single day this this year. And I have to read so many chapters a day and we do this so many times a day. And I got to get this laundry done and this thing done and this thing done. Instead of just saying the one thing that I need, the one thing that I need is the presence of God. The one thing is just one time with him sitting at his feet. You know, I look at Mary and Martha and I see two women that the Lord has highlighted in the Bible and Martha was very busy and Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus And so many times I found myself being like Martha, busy, just too busy, too busy, too consumed with projects and and with events and the business of life and uh, cleaning house and doing all of the things that I have bypassed so many moments um, with my kids, with my spouse that it just it just breaks my heart. I wish I could go back. 
in Luke 10, if you want to read about Mary and Martha, Luke 10 is your scripture to go to. It starts in verse 38. And in verse 41, it's when Jesus actually responds to Martha. And he says to her, Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or really indeed only one. And Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. Uh, I just love how Jesus gives Martha a break. <laughs> you know, it's like we have all these expectations in life. Like I have to do this and I have to do this and the world expects this of me and and my job expects this of me. And if you homeschool like I do, you know, you, you want your kids to succeed in life and and their their studies and you want them to excel and there's all these expectations pulling you and these standards of just stretching you so thin it's like oh i'm so exhausted like like i'm i'm so tired of being busy but the problem is is i've found that we've created that for ourselves when you read the scriptures, Jesus, when he's talking to his disciples and when he's talking to everybody, everybody that he encounters in the Bible, he he pauses them in their work. You know, when he talked to Peter and Peter was fishing, he told Peter, stop trying so hard to catch fish. Pause. Stop. Stop working. Do it on the other side, the side that you're not usually trying to catch fish do it different and then something miraculous happens I don't know I I'm I'm feeling more now than ever that we have got to take time to have our ears keen to the presence of God to fine-tune it to what his voice is is saying it, it's now now more than ever the word keen if you look up the word king in the dictionary it's k-e-e-n it's an adjective it's intellectually alert having or characteristic of a quick penetrating mind I'm going to read that again to you if you did not catch on to that. I want my ears to be keen to what is going on in, in the kingdom of heaven, in the kingdom of God, but also in the kingdom of this, like not the kingdom of this world, but of this world. Intellectually alert. I don't want to just wake up and just say, oh, hello, God. I love you. I know you love me. Now I'm just going to go about my day and do what I want and live my life and go through all of the emotions and then go to bed and wake up the same way. I want to wake up with an alertness of what the Lord is speaking over my day, what the Lord is speaking over my marriage, what the Lord is speaking over my kid's life. And not just that, my home, that's where it starts at first is, is my home. But outside of that, I want to be so keen in what God has called me to do and what he's stirring in my heart to do for him, but to lead others to him. 
keen, K-E-E-N, and intellectually alert, having or characteristic of a quick, penetrating mind, extremely sensitive in perception, showing a quick and ardent responsiveness. I don't know about you, but today, my heart, my life is desiring to have ears of awareness of the Lord's presence, of the presence of the people, the, the people that he has specifically called me to. Number one, my husband. Number one, my children. Number three, not number one, my children. My number two, my children. Number three, my family. Number four, those that I work with, those that I interact with, my close friends. And number five, to the community that the Lord has called me to. I'm telling you, friends, now is the time. Now is the time to fine-tune your ears, fine-tune your heart, fine-tune your focus. What is God saying to you today? That is all I have today. I just wanted to challenge you. I wanted to stir you in to drawing closer to being alert with the presence of God and what he's speaking. Let me tell you, friends, there's no shame. There's no whip that he's, you know, bringing on you. There is a call. There is a call to say, come, come. I'm knocking on the door. Those who will answer, I will come in and sup with him and he with me. There is a call to have communion with the very God of the universe. Would you welcome him in your life today? Would you pause for a moment and say, God, I'm here. Use me. Use me how you please. Father, I just bless every person that has joined this podcast today. Lord, I ask that you would bless them, that you will honor them. Lord, that you will speak so so specifically to their heart today and what they need and what you have called them to do and Lord not just that that relationship that you desire to have with them and Lord I ask that they would walk out with grace and rest of enjoying you and also enjoying the people around them Lord may your ruach be in us and may uh, may our lives be yours Lord we love you so much we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a blessed day, guys, and I will see you next time on the Ruach in Me podcast. Again, this is your host, Holly Green. Have a wonderful day.